Hey everybody, it's Haley here. I would like to welcome you to another week of the Hideous Laughter Podcast. And with that, it is also a new month. Not only is it a new month, it's a new quarter, which didn't matter before, but matters now. So with our partnership with Die Hard Dice, if you would like to buy dice, get a discount, and support the show, in the past we were using codes that were monthly and they changed every month. They will now be quarterly. So the quarterly code for July, August, and September will be CURSE. So if you would like to get some new shiny click clack dice, support our show, get 15% off, then go to dieharddice.com and use the code CURSE for the next three months. That is the big update I've got this week. So with that, I'll welcome you to episode 151, Branch Manager. Liquor and things that go boo, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast episode Bacardi 151, baby. Oh, we're going yeah. to light this one on fire? I did not bring a lighter. I think we got some 151 downstairs. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have some alert right in front of us. It's the middle of the day on a Saturday, and we've got another episode to record, Steve. Well. See you after I come downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very excited because you guys are in, if you didn't know it, the final dungeon of book four. This is the end. The March to Book 5 is just a couple rooms away. But, like, this isn't oh. the end. Yes, no. this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Honestly. Once we finish yeah, Book maybe. 4, I mean, Paisa's <laughs> been doing six-book APs for a long time, and then they started doing three-book APs. Carrying Crown, probably four-book AP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, of course we're not done. But I need to know what you guys are drinking before we get into this combat against these creepy tree-like creatures again. Haley, what do you got over there? So it is the middle of the day on a Saturday. So I have a full coffee drink. And then I also have myself a pineapple white claw. Solid. They don't go together, but I'm hoping to finish the Mm. coffee and then break (laughs) into the white claw. (laughs) Brooks, you already have your coffee today? Oh, I did. Bright and early this morning. You got a boozy bev over there? Just a watery one. Just a watery one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I uh, got to start a little bit slow and uh, projecting a nice ramp up throughout <laughs> the day. <laughs> projecting a solid ramp. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Speaking to someone with a solid ramp. Hey, Steve. You know me. What <laughs> you drinking, buddy? All right. Well, I do have a little bit of coffee in this uh, very cool Kylo Ren tumbler. I've been working my way through that, but I also do have a tall boy of beer here. This is one I think I've had on the show before. It's a Vera. Um, it's a pistachio cream ale from Around the Bend Beer Company in Chicago, Illinois. Nice. Very tasty. Nice. 
I myself am having a pineapple white claw as well. Mm. I'm cracking to that. And I believe Emily has the Patreon beverage. What you got over there? I do have the Patreon beverage today. The patrons were nice to me this were time they? around. They were. Mm, surprise, surprise. I am drinking a dirty snowman suggested by Robin. It is hot cocoa, vodka, Kahlua, chocolate liqueur, ice cream, and whipped cream. And it looks so cute. The cream has flattened now, but I had like a little straw in it, a nice little swirl at the top. So See, fun. This is, we, we get some real wheel and woe when we mix it up on the pole mm. because we had a long string of bippy drinks. Robin, fantastic, fantastic pick, fantastic, just everything about that sounds tasty. The horror, corn drink. Mm. <laughs> so, like, when we mix it up, it's either, it's either shooting ourselves in the leg or uh, getting something real nice. Because we we have already announced that we're recording another one immediately after this. Um, very, very slight spoiler for the next episode. We're back to woe. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into this episode, I would be remiss. Uh, the timelines are going to be a little bit screwy, but I wanted to say congratulations, Steve, for Aww. running your first full module to completion in No Response from Deepmar. It was Thank a lot you. of fun. We had a crazy finale combat and you did a really good job man thank you um i it, things did get hot in the studio they the did um, i was pitted you it didn't matter if you were pitted because the whole thing was wet <laughs> i was yeah i was a sweaty sloppy nervous wreck of a mess but i i really did have a lot of fun putting it together i got to run a very fun no response from deep module by steven greer uh put my own little spin on it everybody came with so much excitement for their characters and so much excitement for the present uh premise uh, again thank you to all the players it was so much fun for those of you listening on the patreon let us know what you think and read the module too and let me know what you think of all the little changes that i made because that might be fun and also big thank you to tim for joining us for that yeah one. special guest and t- tim does a fabulous job he brings a character that mechanically is uh, a lot of fun and funny um, but then he plays the character really well, too. So big, big, uh, big praise and uh, recommendation. People check that out and listen to Tim because yeah. it's worthwhile. So for those of you that aren't subscribed at the $5 tier and up, you should be soon. Yeah. You will hear the entirety of that module. If you uh, if it's not out yet, by the time this comes out, it probably won't be all the way out. But no, it'll, it'll be, be close to done. I think. Be an episode or two left. But we got carrying crown to do. Yeah. So when last we met our heroes. They had defeated some scum on the bottom of Lake Incarthen and kind of water walked their way to this Gungan style entrance yes. <laughs> <laughs> to these scum tunnels. And they when they pressed up against the portal, it was it was warm, it was malleable, and they could go right through. Upon entering, they saw these creepy trees and it didn't really make sense a tree to be growing underground and it turns out these were creatures and the creatures sprang to life tentacled and limbed and with the knots of the trees looking like eyes staring at them and we're in the middle of combat so i don't need initiative we already started it but i do i do need some some beats steve i'll do what i can Next in the order is Freya. 
Freya noticed that these were not just trees when we entered uh, into the room. And I also specified she connected with the earth. So I'm giving myself my one point. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might need it. And then I would like to make a knowledge check. I know it's probably a long shot, but I got to give it a try. What kind of knowledge is this? Oh, boy. These are dungeoneering. Oh. <gasps> kind uh, of the last thing I said. Aberrations. Ah, uh, mm. that makes sense. Yep. Well, I do have one rank in knowledge dungeoneering. Oh, boy. <laughs> Swing for the fences, Evelyn. Natural 20, here we come. Oh, okay. An 18, so that's a 19. You have one point? I have literally, I have one point. This sounds like it might be a question. Uh, within 19, it is unfortunately a little far off of getting questions, but I will tell you because it these these are a little rare, so it's actually you know a 15 plus their uh, plus their CR. However, I will tell you that these are what is known as a Yang Thi, but that's all you really know about them. Oh, that sounds intimidating, but hopefully. Matumbe has heard of them now that Freya knows the name. There is a Yangthi that is up above the three of us, Eclipse, Matumbe, and Freya. How high up is that creature? Like, is it within range of attacking Freya, does she think? She thinks it is, yes. It's about 10 feet above Matumbe's head. Okay. All right. Freya is first going to channel positive energy because she's not feeling great and her bear uh, is also not looking great either. Twenty-three points of healing. Very nice channel. And that will uh, reach Air Bear. He's just within range, thankfully. And I'm right to assume you're excluding. Yes, she is excluding. You're excluding my Yang Thies? Yes, she can see them. They're not her friend. Or would it be Yang Thies? (laughs) I'm into that. Yeah. Take Yang Thies, save lives. (laughs) Freya also saw Air Bear get grappled by one of these Yang Thies. Absolutely, he did. And so as an immediate action, she calls out to him, free yourself, and she casts Liberating Command on him, which is an immediate action. And then as an immediate action, he can make an escape artist check to escape as an immediate action. And he is going to get a plus 20 on that check. That's awesome. And because Air Bear acted first, he can take the immediate action. And, uh, well, I guess you just rolled, you could have rolled twice to take the better with Freya's channeling. Don't think I need it. Okay. Pos- <laughs> okay probably okay. with the 46. Oh, you oh, got it. You are free. <laughs> yeah, you slip right through this thing's tentacled grasp, and you are on the ground next to it. And then Freya drawing her bow would not provoke an attack of opportunity correct because she's drawing a weapon correct what I will say is that you're currently in range you may want to take a five foot step and draw your bow and that way you would you would be out of its reach she's gonna have to sacrifice her 
plus one fast healing, but she'll take the five foot step and then draw her bow. Oh, I mean, you certainly could just draw the bow (laughs) if you wanted to. I was just thinking you might want to fire and not provoke. Uh, Yeah, firing and not provoking is going to be key, and uh, fast healing one isn't that great. So she'll take a five-foot step uh, back diagonally towards the edge of the cavern that we're in, and that will be her whole turn. Sounds good. Clips, you're up next. This creature is 10 feet above you in the air. And you see Air Bear tangoing with another one in the room. All right. So what I see is there are uh, two options. I could potentially charge up to the one that has Air Bear. Mm-hmm. But Air Bear is a good attacker. And I worry for poor squishy Freya. The problem is I can't reach. I'm so short. <laughs> Both in real life and as Eclipse. <laughs> I cannot reach. And so I would need to cast some sort of spell or start flying and that would take most of my turn you could always throw your axe hmm. uh, it's usually a good idea no you're I tethered to don't. it then you could you know hang I don't have returning weapon on so no oh, that's a shame <laughs> I do think that I'm going to have to I'm going to take a, a it, do you think a, it could it reach me from here it can reach you from, from where it is. Right okay, now. so I'm going to take a five-foot step back, and I will um, spend one point of mental focus to cast Fly on myself. And that will be my turn for now, just so that I can have some more mobility. Sounds great. It's another one of those buff rounds for Eclipse. Matumbe. Okay. First of all, before this turn starts getting weird, I'm going to roll that Knowledge Dungeoneering, because yeah. I got a plan. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. 38. That is three questions, my friend. Special defense is right away. Okay, so these Yang Thies are immune to cold, immune to fear, immune to mind-affecting effects. They have no breath, so any sort of airborne toxin will not impact them. They have spell resistance, and they have DR. Okay, with that, my next question definitely will be What's their DR? The DR is DR10, piercing or slashing. So really, you just don't want to hit them with a bludgeoning weapon. Oh, cool. Good to know for me. <laughs> Certainly is. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Any other questions that anybody wants to know? Do you need to know their subtype for baning? Only if it were an outsider or a humanoid. Aberration okay. will do fine. Okay. I honestly, I don't have much else. I wanted to know whether or not I can do damage when I hit it and wanted to know if spells are going to be a problem. Okay. If that's the case, let's go special abilities. Special abilities. They have quicken spell-like ability. So if they have spell-like abilities, they can do them as a swift action, potentially. Um, Although what spell-like ability, you're not really sure. They have an ability called Psychic Blast. We felt that. Which you felt. Mm -hmm. It also happens when they die. Oh. So if they have not used it during the during the rounds, it it is a once per day ability, but if they haven't used it and you kill it, it will burst. Okay, so it can't be one of those times where Eclipse is like on her last leg and just runs up to kill. (laughs) Yep, that's an important thing to note. 
They also have, so some of their spell-like abilities, since you asked for their special abilities, they can teleport between planets. Oh. However, they can't carry you with them like the Dimensional Shambler could. Oh, thank God. They have oh, a God. constant airwalk effect. They can uh, use telekinesis at will. And you guys felt the effects of that spell when you fought Arn Brood. They also have what are called feeding tentacles. Yeah. So if you're grabbed, much like the Aberrant Promethean, actually, it can transfer you to its mouth tentacles. However, oh. in this case, the attack deals 1d4 points of charisma drain. And the Yangthi heals five points of damage for every point of charisma it drains in this matter. In addition, any creature that is suffering from the charisma drain caused by a Yangthi is affected by a permanent nightmare spell. Oh my god. Until that is healed. Really don't like that. So if you get this charisma drain and do not heal it within the day, you will not be able to prepare your spells that night. Holy crap. Oh. Okay. And that's what you got, baby. So, ooh, uh, just a quick uh, positional question. How high are the ceilings here? The ceilings here are 20 feet high. Okay, so it can't get much higher than it is right now. No, it really can't. All right. So this is where it's going to get a little fun because Matumbe cannot reach this creature right now. It's just kind of out of reach. But if he takes a five-foot step back, he should not be threatened by it anymore. When he does, he drops his shield. As a move action, he pulls out a... Um, what the fuck are these things called? The drink thing. I want to say elixir, but that's... Dead. Extract? Yes. He pulls out an extract of enlarged person. Standard action. Ooh. Drinks it. Oh, fuck. Matube. You go right back into that space. Yes. Love that. <laughs> do not <laughs> incur the AOO awesome. because I move out and back in. Now, Matumbe is no longer carrying his shield, which is not good because that means my AC is going to drop kind of considerably. So to counter that, what Matumbe is then going to do, he's going to crack open his book and read a passage where he says, Like the sands flowing through Phorasma's hourglass, your attacks shall fall off me. As swift action, he casts, and this is only a one-rounder, so this is just going to help me for a very little bit, spell that I've only used once before called Litany of Defense, which bumps up my enhancement bonuses on my armor that I'm wearing oh, currently. Dude, love those Litany this spells. awesome. Litany spells are very cool. They're very limited yeah. in how long they work, but they're swift actions. Right, and so that's kind of tough where you're an Inquisitor where you have to be burning a lot of swifts yeah. for different things. Um, but because I'm not baning this round and losing other defense, this seems like a perfect opportunity to use it. Yeah, very cool. Alright, is that... Matumbe's full turn, extract, five foot step, swift action? Yes. Okay. Air Bear, you're up now. You're face to face with this and you are no longer grappled. And on top of that, uh, with the challenge activated last round and Freya's help with getting him freed from the grapple, he lands on his feet and starts slashing again. All right. Overall, not great. Uh, does a 25 hit? 25 does hit the creature. Mm. All right. Uh, does a 24? 24 does hit the creature. All right. Zero it in on it. Yeah. Uh, so that one is a critical threat. Okay. Does a 21 hit? It does not. So a 24 did? Is that right? 24 did yeah. hit, yes. Okay. I'm trying to keep track as well. 
Oh, don't worry. Steve writes it down every time. I, I know say, Steve yes. writes it, it down. That's how you play an intelligence caster if you're not intelligent. <laughs> write things down. All right. So then write that right. down. Write that down. <laughs> Next round of attacks. Only one will hit with a 32. But it certainly will hit. That one as well is going to be a critical threat. Okay. Roll to confirm that. Or I guess you don't have to roll, remember? You're a Ronin. You could just do it. Once per combat. Once per combat. I believe that's a once per combat ability. I think I've already used it this combat. Oh, yes, you did. You used it in the the first opening salvo, you credit. (laughs) I was wondering. I was like, why? It's taking a lot of damage. Oh, wait. Yeah, that happens. And I completely forgot about Freya's uh, roll twice and already rolled. So I'm not going to be able to take that one. But the damage... Is coming. Did you did you roll to confirm? Yes. Uh, with a twenty total again, it yeah, will not. Net. Eighty total damage. Whoa. That's good. I need air bear, and it looks like eclipse to make oh, me no. reflex saves. Or wait, sorry. Yeah, will saves, please. And before you guys roll, you can still use your roll twice. Take the better. For the save. I'm going to use my resolve, most likely. Oh, I was planning to use the roll twice to take the better. My will is not great. Reflex is worse, actually. Well, neither is. Yeah, <laughs> neither of mine are great. It's just that I actually get to use this. So. I'm assuming this is mind affecting? Yes, this is mind affecting. <laughs> I got a 10 and 11 on the die. <laughs> but maybe that 11 is exactly what I needed, so hang on. Five and a four here. 24. Okay. 13. Okay. You got it, Brooks. <laughs> Haley, you take, or Eclipse takes 11 points of damage. Air Bear takes 22. And Air Bear is actually confused for four rounds. Oh, no. All right. Well, yeah. Because immediately as this thing dies, I, I would have transferred uh, the chain, uh, the challenge over to its uh yeah what happens buddy. prior to that is that you get burst and confused so mm, that's it, it, it dying procs that i feel like that's okay. more immediate than your chain challenge i know we're splitting All hairs right. here but Th- that makes sense though okay so i'm just gonna put a little four next to air bear because that's how long he's confused for it's a long time however that has been his turn. It is the Yang Thi in the air's turn, and it is going to cast defensively here. It's got it. So here's what happens. Tumbe, hmm. you hear an alien voice in your mind. Uh-oh. Telling you to kneel. Oh, no. Oh. I need a will save. Have you rolled twice and taken better already? Great point, Haley. I have not. <laughs> I think I need to have a sign that I can just hold up. <laughs> Roll Honestly, <laughs> we should be making that. Um, and really glad I did. One of them was a seven off the die, which would resolve in an 18. Probably not going to do it. That's kind of a tweener, but I think for this level, that's a hair low. The other one is a natural 20. Okay. Nice. 
So you still hear this alien voice in your head. No one else hears it. A- alien in what way? Alien in that it's like you you understand it, but you can tell that it is not in your language. Uh-huh. It's very strange. It's like a series of clicks, and it almost sounds like bark scraping up, like the sound of wind through trees in during a storm. It sounds like that, but you can understand what is being said, and it's mm. telling you to kneel. It's got just its voice in your head, but you're able to resist the suggestion component of this spell. Okay. It is then going to use its acrobatics to attempt to move away from you without provoking. You are the only one that would provoke against this creature. Die. Wish it wasn't. Okay, natural 19. I think I got you with a 33. Oh, you got your CMD. It for sure. Okay, so it it has a 60 foot fly speed, so it's gonna move 30 feet into the room. Next in the order is Freya. Freya, you see like Matumbe kind of. He clearly just shook something off. This thing is casting. And although you're not sure with your knowledge engineering role <laughs> about what it might be casting, uh, Matumbe's already warned you that it has some spell-like abilities and can do those faster than normal. Freya's just shaking her head like she's going to have to deal with some more Matumbe mental damage later. <laughs> but right now, she's going to try to kill the Yangthi. So from where she's at right now and how high up the creature is, can she still target it above Matumbe's head? Do you have... She has her bow out. Do you have point blank and precise? You should. I feel like I would, but let me double check. It's not in combat with Matumbe, and I'm going to say, yeah, even though Matumbe is big, you're small, he's big, you're closer to the cover, so you should be fine. Uh... Yeah, she has precise shot. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to get a cover bonus because okay. uh, the way cover works most of the time is like the person closest to the cover benefits from the cover. Yeah, you also have point blank because of world of square. Okay, thank you. I, I was thinking that might be one of those in there. All right, so she is going to rapidly fire some of her arrows and I'm going to use my roll twice and take the better on this first one awesome. and I'll do the other two. Oh my gosh, I rolled the same on each of them. So that's only a 17. That's not going to do it. 17 won't do it, unfortunately. All right, the larger die is going to be at my higher bonus. All right, a, oh, a 24. 24 so I know that will hits. hit your target, yeah. Sounds like archery practice, the thud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is 12 points of piercing damage. 12 points of piercing that will bypass its DR. Yes. Is that your full turn? Yep, that was a full round attack. Okay, Eclipse, you have flight now. Yeah, Eclipse is going to charge. I'll incur, but I'm going to charge. You will incur. And that's fine. I just, I got a 19, which is a critical. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yangthi is also going to hit you, I believe, with a 29. Yeah. What's the damage before I confirm? That's 
eight points of damage to you, and it gets a free grab attempt. Oh, but you are freedom of movement, correct? I am freedom yep, of so movement. So that doesn't matter. <laughs> and I got a nat 20 on the confirm. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to cut into this thing. Okay, yes. And this one has already released its uh, psychic cold, so... 83 points of damage. 83 points of damage. That's big damage. And now Eclipse is right up next to it. Matume could charge though now too, right? Can. Oh! <laughs> well, next in the order is Matume. Oh. <laughs> can you draw a weapon as part of a charge? I think you can draw a weapon as part of any move action. My problem is because I have the book and I want to switch that out. I, for yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. So let me do it. Yeah, quick look that up for me real quick. Yep, you can also draw a weapon during a charge attack if your base attack bonus is at least plus one. Oh, shit, let me check my sheet. It is! <laughs> uh, as long as you got a clear path, which it looks like you do in spades. Yes, since Eclipse has moved out of my way and up. So Matumbe, his thighs just start pumping. He drops the iron-bound tome. And it's, it's big. Boom, it hits the ground. He charges. He draws this dagger that now is basically sized to, like, a short sword, essentially, and tries to ram it through this creature. Let's see how I do. Hmm. Would you like to use the cap? See, I would like to use the cap, but on my knowledge roll with the cap, I only rolled a one. What that would take me to is a 20. So I think instead of using the banked cap, I'm going to use a regular inspiration to see if I can kick it okay, at least yeah. about a 24. This is not a given. Certainly not. This is actually kind of a difficult roll. Probably have about 50-50. Uh, 23. 23 meets beats. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yes. Okay. So Matumbe is going to do minimum, but it all goes through 12 points of damage. All of mine went through too, by the way. I hope you know that. Okay. Air Barry, you're confused. Go ahead and roll me a percentile. The one thing I'm not confused about is having to roll. What'd you get? Um... I'm normally, well, percentage die are not great for me. Uh-huh. Uh, that continues. So. What'd you get? Uh, 96. Okay. Attack the nearest creature. It's uh-huh. gonna hurt Matumbe. That is a, you are within five feet of Matumbe. It's gonna be a full round attack at Matumbe. Large with no shield and litany of defense has ended. We're fishing for ones here. Yep. Does it Time make you it. feel any better if I'm hasted? That's what I said. We're fishing for ones here. Fortunately, turn all of your challenge stuff off. off and you can't use your Ronin confirm thing. I assume Matumbe is not going to give you a judicious force on any of these. <laughs> no. It's not a just, bad boy. He's not the librarian anymore. Honestly, this is really funny because you're so big now. I just imagine like Shaq having a little mouse that just like won't stop poking him in the knee. Dude, he's, he's like, stabbing you like in the back of the knee. That's where he's getting. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's doing me the um, 
the pet cemetery Achilles slash. Oh, yeah. oh I was gonna say that's oh, where I'll Alex. start, and then I'll and then I'll work, work your to way the up PCL, the ACL. Oh yeah. yeah, and then and then from there the femoral. Free throws artery. are gonna be even worse after this. Yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Does a twenty nine hit? Yep. Does a twenty two <laughs> hit? Yep. Does an eighteen hit? No. Well, twenty nine is a critical threat. <laughs> Try and confirm it if you like. He likes. He likes. Fuck, come on with this. <laughs> How's it feel to be on the receive again? Pretty I, shitty, huh? I hate this game. <laughs> uh, we've already established that a 28 hits, mm -hmm. so uh, that's a critical. Yep. Okay. Are you going to kill Mr. Beck? Is that a Beck? confirmed critical? Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. I'm a little worried. You might. Let's uh, let's take the damage as it comes, yeah. Brooks. Because if you knock him down, I'm not going to make you actually like. Coup de grom. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to make you continue to slash him when he's on the ground. That would be too cruel. If this thing, if if, if you kill me, <laughs> I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to beat Griffin up. I'm not going to beat Greg Vaughn up. I'm going to find who wrote this monster. <laughs> I'm coming for who him. Specifically built this one yes. monster. <laughs> Who did the confusion rules? <laughs> Coming for you. One at a time. All right. Well, the first shot is 32. Okay. And then 18, bringing it to 50 total so far. He's looking bad. All right. Well, uh, lucky for you, there's three more. I think the cliffs might kill over here. <laughs> bear bear kills with two man. Oh, just imploded. They almost made it to the end of book four. <laughs> Haley, I would have so much respect for you. <laughs> okay, what else we got? Uh, some relatively big numbers here. Of course, uh, of course, he just <laughs> continues to crit yep, on. That's fine. On Matumbe. Yup. Uh, does does a twenty hit? Yeah. Then you have three more hits coming, and two of them are critical threats. Let's resolve these one at a time. Yes, we will. If we resolve them one we at will. a time, I don't think you're going to kill me. You're going to okay. knock me out. Well, actually, I'm going to amend that statement. Shit, if the first one takes me down but doesn't knock me out, you could kill me on the second crit. Lucky for you, the second critical came on the last hit. That actually might be lucky for yeah, you. Yeah, that, that's see how that certainly goes. lucky for yeah. you. <laughs> Unless these combine two, don't take you down, and then you're dead. Oh my god! If Matumbe goes down, Freya has, uh, we'll we'll need to use a free action communicate with Eclipse to try to coordinate something very important. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> Twenty-four. You mean is the first trying crit? to prevent Eclipse yes. from killing Air Bear? <laughs> no, trying to bring Matumbe uh, back dude. to I'm, life. I'm up. Uh, I'm up. Yeah, I know, but that's probably oof. I think I think a crit would probably kill me, but I might survive a hit. Eleven. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. What's uh alright, I need to Zoom is at three health. Yeah. <laughs> alright, did I confirm my you confirm the last one. Okay. Or wait, I don't know. I don't know if you confirm. You didn't know. say if you confirmed any of them. Actually, okay. you didn't confirm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So well, let's, let's walk this. You're right. You, the first, the first one might not crit. So roll me a d twenty. 
Well, it's gonna be real hard for that first one not to not to confirm. But it might not. You never but know. But the last one is much more likely not to confirm. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay, we'll 10, 20, okay so everything's above board. So the last right one's now. at at Air Bear's bottom BAB on his offhand weapon. So So we're hoping for low numbers. Mm-hmm. Ten to confirm the critical. <gasps> oh. Okay, so this is a regular hit, which still has Listen, the potential. We are certainly not out of the woods yet. No, we're not. Because I've got a 14 con. So I got 17 hit points to play with. <laughs> so we got one more hit. 12 damage. That's oh, not kill okay. Matumbe. Oh. Certainly takes Matumbe down. <sighs> wow. Wow. The brutal efficiency of Air Bear on full display. When you get a, when you get something with low AC, blender. Didn't really expect that. And now it's this creature's turn, so maybe I should just finish him off. No, it's not going to do that. It has Eclipse that just did 83 damage to it in its face. It's going to take a five-foot step back, quicken a true strike, and blast Eclipse with a bull rush from Mm. telekinesis. Okay. (laughs) You are very small for this. I am. She currently has a bloodlust for Air Bear. Because <laughs> right now, all she sees is that Air Bear just killed Matumbe. She doesn't know that he's alive. Straight up murdered. From the knee down. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Brutal. Yeah, I'm really sorry. It's not your fault, man. I know, but I'm still sorry that it happened. Yeah. It's okay. I don't think percentage dies are ever going to be I'm tearing you out of the sky and ripping you at Air Bear. This is a... It, like, read my mind or something. (laughs) (laughs) What, you want to be next? I still have three more rounds. I know. This is a 56... What? With to true what? strike. To what? To uh, what? Bull rush. Yeah. What is your CMD? 27. Fuck. You're gonna... You definitely smash into Air Bear. How many fives does that beat by? A lot of fives. 27, 56? Is that what you said? Yeah. So that's five? Uh, yeah, five. Okay. 5.8. You each take 23 points of damage as you collide. Does Air Bear see that as an attack against him? From I'm gonna... This? I'm gonna rule it no. I think it happens pretty fast for that to be considered an attack. However, you're both prone. And now it's Freya's turn. Freya, everyone in the room is on their back. And this tree-like creature, this hovering tree just slavers and it's just writhing like a mass of bark and tentacles. And you'd definitely be able to tell that Air Bear is very injured. You'd also be able to tell that Air Bear is... Not right. Yeah, not not right in the head. Just almost killed Matumbe. Maybe did kill Matumbe. Yeah. I think think we, we did play it right. Then with the, like, I, I wouldn't 
Air Bear would not attack Eclipse. Just like if something were to throw a rock at him, you wouldn't attack. The you rock. wouldn't attack the rock. Yeah. You'd attack the thing that threw the rock. So I've got that going for me. Yeah, mm. I, I, yeah. I think I think that's legitimate. This thing clearly like fired Eclipse at you, so that's an attack. You just can't reach it. But you will spend the rest of your three t- three rounds attempting to attack it. Oh, we know this thing has spell resistance. From what Freya can see, does it look like it has, like, we didn't ask about senses, but does it have, like, actual eyeballs? Or can she not really tell, like, how it's perceiving where we are? The knots look like eyes. That's all I can really give you. Okay. Okay, I would like to do a heal check just to see if everyone is, like... I know Matumbe is about to die, but, like, if everyone else is also... Yeah. About to die. This is pull out all the stops. DC or... 15. Okay. I read the room check. Yes. <laughs> the check. <laughs> oh, I rolled a uh, natural 19 for a 29. Yeah. Uh, how's their bear doing? Four left. How's Eclipse doing? 62 left. Okay. Negative nine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left. Nothing left in the tank. Okay, well, she at least knows that Matumbe is not dead, so that makes it easier to bring him back. Do I want to use my swift action heal for the day and then do a burst of radiance and try to blind it if it has actual eyeballs, but there is spell resistance, so it might not go through. With your heal check, I'll tell you right now, you could end this combat with a burst of radiance by itself. So then Ooh. you don't have to use your swift I action. I could use... The burst of radiance first. If that goes poorly, then then, you can then I can swift heal. action heal. Okay, let's do that. So spell resistance first. Twenty six. Twenty six beats the spell resistance of the creature. Yes. So I need a reflex save. It's not going to matter. It will take the damage no matter what if it's an evil creature. And it just withers like a... Yes! Like a poisoned tree. Like the sun bleaches the bark on it. And it crumples to twigs (sighs) on the ground. And it has used its psychic burst so that does not go off. And our bear is still confused... Eclipse's turn. It's Eclipse's turn. Um, so Eclipse does not have a good heal. And would not know whether or not uh, Matumbe is alive or dead. Her eyes flash a shade of purple. And she points at the previously dead tree that Airbear originally took out. Mm-hmm. And... She casts Grasping Corpse as she uh, her eyes flash purple and she stares at her bear. Stay down. And this is a combat maneuver to grapple. Okay, it gets a plus four because her bear is prone. This is a melee attack. Oh, it doesn't matter because I got a 19 on the die. Um... (laughs) So that, that brings it up incredibly high. I know that's going to be your CMD um, without a doubt. So you are, you're grappled. Um, 
in the limbs of this tree, in the limbs and tentacles of this tree as I've brought it back to life to uh, hold you. Well, then I'm going to say, how long does that last? Uh, Until he is released. Well, I'm going to say for the duration of the confusion, then Air Bear is slashing at this corpse tree. That's fine. I've got the hit points in the DR for that. And so then with that, Eclipse would also stand up, axe in hand. Rhea uh, is back behind the party and she will come up closer uh, as Air Bear goes through rounds of struggling in this corpse tree. Are we going to play through that or can Freya do her? You can you can do your healing. Okay. I think it's fine. You've created a situation where Air Bear is grabbed. First necromancy spell. And and yeah, I think I think it's fair to say for two more rounds Air Bear can only one-handed slash at this thing with hardness. It's not challenged. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. All right, Freya walks up to the party saying... Oh, I should roll some stabilist checks. Oh. <laughs> Actually, natural 19, I get it. Okay, nice. Okay. So you're stable. Let's take a second to breathe and calm down here. And she's going to channel only 12 points of healing. But as you do, Matumbe's eyes start to flutter. He's a big hulking behemoth of a man on the ground right now on his back and I this is all like flavor I mean I've only got two minutes of the enlarged person so let's say it starts to shrink down after all this is starting to wrap up what happened I was attacked from behind yeah Matumbe you wake up and you see just this tense scenario because this happens (laughs) as air bear is grabbed so you see the corpse of this creature, it clearly looks dead, but it's just like engulfing Air Bear who just took you down. With Eclipse standing over top of him, breathing heavily, axe yeah, ready. Yeah, Eclipse like has the axe, looks ready to chop, and Freya is just like the glow of her holy energy is just starting to fade. And I think the realization, because you're the only one that could know about this thing, hits you. You just got taken down by your friend. You see everybody else surrounding him like he's an enemy and you realize this creature could do this creature could can you felt the control you felt Mm -hmm. that like this creature could make your friends turn against each other he knows not what he does Freya eclipse it might only be a moment hold him for now his senses will return to him he almost killed you I thought you were gone. That's not okay. It will take more than a confused rat folk to take me down, I think. That's not true. We just saw it. (laughs) Yet I breathe, for I am with good company. I find myself once again in your debt, Freya. Air Bear, have you returned to us yet? He's snarling and shit. This tree is... Left me out. I know not if you will remember these words, but know this. Though I trust you and your abilities, I do not trust your mind. In future confrontations, I will be watching my back. 
Freya comes up uh, closer to Matumbe, she could go grab his uh, book and bring it back to him. I saw you drop this. How's your mental state doing? I feel more myself than I have in several days. The only reason I dropped it was because I thought I could end the confrontation by switching tactics. To my folly. Matube, something interesting happens here. As your wits come back about you, as you sit up, as you have this conversation and maybe stop violence from occurring with the party, and as your book is handed back to you by Freya, you look up and you see stars. The ceiling has given way and the night sky is above you. And although you hear the dripping of the cavern still, you kind of brace yourself and you feel as if everyone around you for a moment is moving slowly. And then from the stars, much like you've seen before, they they turn from one star to two to three and begin to descend like butterflies, golden butterflies. And he smiles. And they, he knows what this is. Yeah, you do. And they land on you. They start flitting around. You see Freya surrounded by them. She's almost in a cloud of them. The rocks. And then you look further into the cavern. You see they're flowing from the sky to the hall in a line. And they all start to migrate that direction. And interspersed between them Whippoorwills. You hear the sound of them from deeper in the cavern. And then just as it appeared, this vision fades away. He closes his eyes and, and clutches his fist to his breast and looks to his friends. You may not have seen this. I feel like I were alone. And this is no delusion of the Yang Thi. But though our quest has taken us down below the waves and seemingly potentially a little ways away from the Whispering Way, the Divine still watches over us. Of course, Phrasma has never left my side. But it appears our business with Desna had not been concluded when Feldgrau as I might have suspected. I have received a vision. Our objective lies forward. Desna's blessing is still strong within me. I feel her power every day. We must push forward. But first we must regain our strength. This is true. And I will save Freya in my vision. I want to... What's one of Desna's names? She's got a bunch of names. Song of Spheres, Lady Luck. In my vision... Lady Luck smiled on you particularly. You are correct. She walks next to you. 
bear that in mind. Do what you may. She has given me a great gift to help all of us choose our fate by bending our luck around us for the better. She gives us a better chance. If we get her blessing to go forward, then I think we should make haste after everyone's feeling better. I agree. Freya looks down at Air Bear, probably still kind of tangled up in this corpse. How you feeling? By this time, has a confusion. Yes, the confusion was only like 12 more seconds. You must uh, forgive me. My mind was not my own. I did not know what I was doing. I was like my body knew what to do, but my mind knew that it was wrong. I'm so sorry, Matumbes. I... You must know that I did not intend. And, and for maybe the first time, probably since we've known each other, Matumbe, like, gets down on a knee in front of Ray Bear, so they're actually eye-to-eye, because there's a wild height disparity. Um, and, and Matumbe will say, I do not forgive you, for there is nothing to forgive. You did not act on your own. I am constantly in awe of your physical prowess and your martial deeds, however, and do not take this as any affront. You are somewhat weak in mind. I think perhaps after we make it out of this horrid situation, that you should spend some time with me or Freya. Or perhaps even Eclipse. And sharpen your mind. You will find that that is just as valuable of a weapon as you hold in your own two hands. That is extremely kind of you. And know that I will take your words to heart. And... That will be the first thing that I that I further improve as soon as I am able and as soon as we are out of this cavern cave system horror. This is all I can ask of you. Matumbe stands up. He starts walking over to pick back up his shield, but as he does, he passes Eclipse and just gives her the little nod. I see you. Oh yeah, she would have killed you. (laughs) In the future, if something like this goes further or someone truly does go down, the top priority is getting them to me. I can bring you back. But I have a very small window to do it. It must be right after the soul has left the body. I can pull your spirit back and give you a breath of life. So if anyone goes down, bring them to me. And I can undo it. Hmm. 
The power you have over life and death is great. In one life, or another life, perhaps, you would have made a great cleric of Phrasma. But you have an excellent path in front of you. I would have nothing change. And I'll try and keep that in mind. First priority would be to bring Matumbe to you, and then... I mean, any of us could go down. Just... <laughs> and then take care of their bear. Because it won't happen again. You won't get off again. No, that I certainly tried my best. I... You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I hope you never get off again. Oh, no. <laughs> so as you're healing... Around this room are strange carvings on the wall depicting alien writing, alien worlds, imagery that you're not familiar with. No longer the... It almost looks like it's been carved over. The tentacled, octopoid imagery is has been not quite fully erased, but carved over for new, dark hieroglyphs, maybe maybe just cave paintings, all with this sickly, sappy smell. You can make me a kind of difficult. I guess I would say... A knowledge planes might be the closest to getting information on this. Okay. I will auto-aid. Freya also aids. Before Matumbe takes a closer look, knowing that we've got lots of rooms to go, and this is something he may have should have done before this combat, he's going to cast some spells upon himself. Such as? Um, these are ten minutes per level. I've got sure. a little uh, heroism. Good one. It'll also help skill checks. Why it's kind of relevant. And a little heightened awareness. Skill checks are about to get ridiculous. Are the ten point are the ten minutes per level ones good ones right now, Griffin, just from It really depends on how dungeon. long you're going to rest in between combats like this. For instance, your freedom of movement is a ten minutes per level spell, I believe. And that would still be effective. I would think for a majority of this dungeon, if you guys don't need to rest for the night. However, yeah, if you find yourselves really dragging, really needing to rest, needing to hole up somewhere, I'd say the 10 minutes per level spells will expire having to do that. But doing a quick heal and moving on, that's fine. Okay. I think they sh at level 10, they should last a hundred minutes the entirety of the dungeon pretty much. Okay, in that case then I'd like to drop some cash and right before we leave this room I would I would cast stone skin on myself. Stone skin, okay. A good one. I guess I could technically do that twice. I have the cash to do so. Uh, I would also allow a knowledge nature here for the, uh, for the carvings, paintings. Is it different information? Or? It is different information. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and start with the knowledge planes. That is going to be 39. This is 
information you maybe gathered from browsing the Book of Abstruse Geometries, the I wouldn't say you've read that fully at this point, but that's one of the few ways you could actually know about any of this. These paintings depict a hierarchy. You can tell that there are several strong creatures depicted, although from the paintings you can't necessarily tell what they are. But there are levels. There's like an army. And the army, they look shockingly like the Nethalgu. And you've heard of such an organization by reading into the Dark Tapestry. An organization beyond the stars that by all means should not be on Galarian. Maybe you heard about it in Numeria. These are agents of the Dominion of the Black. Wow! And you know that the leader, or at least one of the primary figures in the Dominion of the Black, is Nyarlathotep, an old one. But above even Nyarlathotep, you know that Shubnagrath is venerated in, in both old god worship as well as respected by the Dominion of the Black. And so things are starting to maybe connect in a strange way. All of this alien technology, this underwater bio- biodome, you think the Dominion of the Black is here. And, and what's their deal? Is that a separate knowledge check? Like I know a little bit out of character about the, them, but not much. The end of all things is one of their motivations. As with worshipping the Great Old Ones, the Dominion of the Black, as a hierarchy, that is, so they, they bring a little bit more order than is normal for these old cults and they worship the destructive power of the old ones they they kind of further the machinations the the freeing of the prisoned imprisoned Cthulhu on Rylech however you say it mm-hmm. uh, these are things that the Dominion of the Black is concerned about and they've amassed great power in the in the spaces between the stars of creatures that creatures like these that are incomprehensible it certainly helps explain why um, they maybe had dealings with the whispering way but those dealings clearly fell apart or they someone betrayed somebody or whatever because whispering way wants to you know bring back whispering tyrant and turn people into undead and these people just want total annihilation yeah did I get a nature check not yet. I can't do nature. Freya AIDS. Excellent. 37 with the aid. Above all is a star or maybe a planet. You see the hierarchy painted here, but this planet sits with a crack down the center you know this is the furthest planet from Galarian in your solar system 
called Octurn. And this depicts Octurn hatching. God. I was say, that's not a planet, that's an egg. Oh, I, boy. I did not expect this. It makes total sense. And I cannot convey how excited I am that this is part of this adventure. And on that note, I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. All right. I knew it. Eggs and all. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.